Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good podcast. I'm your host, James Finneral, here to preview the 2022 FedEx St. Jude Championship. Before diving into this week's preview, we'll take a quick look back at last week's event, the Wyndham Championship, where Tom Kim came up with a huge W, a remarkable performance by the youngster, five-shot victory, and there was no doubt heading down the stretch. It wasn't even really exciting. We all knew that he had it in the bag well before the tournament was over. Had a great week ball striking, but really an excellent week putting as well. And he's just 20 years old. He is the first winner on the PGA Tour to be born in the 2000s. And right after the tournament, he accepted, verbally accepted his PGA Tour card. And he's been playing great lately. So I'm really curious to see if he can keep it rolling. I think this is a guy that we're going to hear a lot about in the years to come. So big congratulations to Tom Kim. Now moving along to this week's event, the FedEx St. Jude Championship. The official world golf ranking has changed its point system and also has changed the name for the strength of field. It is now called a field rating. And the field rating for this week's event is a 398.58. It goes out five decimal places, but no one wants to hear me rattle off five decimals on this show. So I'll leave it at 398.58 for now. And this is the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. The top 125 players make the playoffs. Less are playing in this event. And Ricky Fowler is actually the last man in this event. So one of the fan favorites would like to see him make some magic happen. It's going to be a tough road for him, but happy to see him in the playoffs nonetheless. And then a big piece of news is that certain live golfers, including Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford, and Matt Jones, have been denied entry into the FedEx Cup playoffs. There was a ruling by U.S. District Court Judge Beth Labson Freeman and they are not allowed to play in the FedEx Cup playoffs. We'll continue to monitor how the situation plays out because I don't think this is the last we're hearing of this. This is only just the beginning of this saga between Liv and the PGA Tour. They will be playing at TPC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee, a par 70, a little bit over 7,200 yards. Plenty of tree trouble out there. Water in play as well on multiple holes. The rough is punitive enough to be trouble. You want to be in the fairway at this course. You also have Bermuda grass greens, and I really do think that Southwind sets up to be a great venue, for, especially for the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Looking at the metrics for guys that should do well here, this is really a ball striker's paradise. You need accuracy off the tee, but more importantly, on approach. You need to be putting it close at this specific course in order to contend for the win. It's not a crazy long course, but I would also put distance inside the metrics that are important as well this week. It's a little over 7,200 yards, as I said, but a par 70. So you can really set yourself up well if you can bomb it around this course and bomb it accurately. So long and straight hitters set up very well here at Southwind. And then also, there's been some dry conditions in Tennessee. I can tell you personally, this show is based in Nashville. It has been a very dry summer, and I think that is also the case in Memphis. So wouldn't be shocked to see firm and fast greens this week. So it also makes me put an emphasis on those guys who are strong putters who can adjust to different speeds of these greens. Moving along to our betting angles, our favorites via the DraftKings Sportsbook, starting with Rory McIlroy as the lone favorite at 9-1. to Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, and Matt Fitzpatrick all at 14-1 to having great seasons. And then Cameron Smith coming off that Open Championship victory at 18 to 1. Everyone else is 20 to 1 or longer. Now, looking at last week's best bet, we went 1 and 0. Oh, once again, that's two weeks in a row. JT Poston in the top 40. He finished tied for 21st. 
It was in danger for a second, but this was a really good pick for most of the way, and he gets firmly inside the top 40. He is hitting the ball great. He's a guy to look out for moving forward. Nice to cash our lone best bet last week. Then honestly, moving along to this week, the odds were pretty brutal for top 20s, top 40s. I think it was a little unfairly slanted. You had nine players minus money to get inside the top 20, which is crazy considering how stacked this field was. But I was able to find a matchup that I enjoy, and it is Cameron Young over Corey Connors at minus 115. I simply think Cameron Young has been the much better player this season. Young cashed a matchup not that long ago at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He ended up finishing tied for second, which followed up after a second place at the Open Championship. So I think this guy is catching fire at the right time. And he stepped up in the big moments all year long. He had those second place finishes, but also a tie for third at the PGA Championship, a tie for second at the Wells Fargo, and a tie for third at the RBC Heritage. All big events there. I think he's bound to win at some point, and I think it could be in the next three weeks here. And Corey Connor simply hasn't had this high of a ceiling that Cam Young has had. He's a great player, a solid ball striker. His game definitely sets up for the course, but I prefer Cameron Young this week. His off-the-tee game has been insane. He's only behind John Rahm in strokes gained off the tee year-to-date after 73 registered rounds for Young. So we've also seen how good he can be with his irons. And then putting is kind of the icing on the cake. As I said, that was my big reason for picking him at the Rocket Mortgage because I saw how well he was putting at the Open Championship. I hope his putter is catching fire at the right time. And I think Cameron Young can do damage in these playoffs. So I'm going to take him over Corey Connors as my lone best bet this week at minus 115. Now, moving along to our winner pick from last week, we had Shane Lowry. This one hurt. I personally know one of our viewers was probably just as hurt, if not more hurt, than I was by this result. He finishes tied for 83rd. Very surprised by this performance. The course set up well for him. He still gained strokes on approach, but just absolutely horrible on the putting green and just looked like he kind of got mentally out of it. He made the cut, but finished tied for 83rd. That's nothing like how Shane Lowry has been playing this year. So unfortunate to see that performance there, and I'll be interested to see how he bounces back this week. But our pick for this week at the St. Jude Championship is Rory McIlroy at 9-1. to I don't love that number inside a 10-1 to in the stack field, but I believe Rory is going to win this golf tournament. I don't also love taking the favorite, but I think I've only done it one other time this year, and that was with Patrick Cantley at the Rocket Mortgage. He almost won. He finished tied for second. But I personally feel the best about Rory McIlroy this week, so that's why I'm taking him as my winner. We have not seen him since his heartbreaking loss at the Open Championship where he finished in third place. So we're wondering, how is he going to respond mentally? And I'm betting he's going to respond well just because he's been playing so great this year. I also feel good that he returns to a place like TPC Southwind where he's seen results like tied for 12th, tied for 47th, and tied for 4th in past events. So a place he's very familiar with, a place he's had success, I think that is a good spot for him to bounce back. And he's been up there with the best this season. We haven't seen him outside the top 20 since early April at the Valero Texas Open, which is also a fluky event because it's right before the Masters. Some guys like to pack it in and head out early. So all areas of his game are firing here. He's been dominant off the tee, and I think he has the ability to overpower this course because he's also been accurate with the driver as well, and he's been very accurate with his irons. But also what's impressed me the most is probably 
the improvement in his short game, and I think that's something he's been able to fall back on this season. So Rory McIlroy's got the all-around game to win here in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So I'm taking him as my winner this week. He is 9-1. to Now moving along to our dark horse from last week. We had Adam Svensson finished tied for 78th, made the cut, but didn't make any type of a charge. Just not a good dark horse pick for us. Hoping to get one inside the top 40 at least this week. Now, our dark horse pick for this week is Max Homa at 50-1. to I mean, I bring him up all the time. I've been on the record saying he's the most underrated player on tour. I didn't see any flyers in the dark horse range that I loved. So I'm going back to the most consistent guy in this range who is 50-1 to or longer, and that is Max Homa. I think he bounced back nicely from his cut at the Open Championship with a tie for 24th at the Rocket Mortgage. He's lost on approach in his last few outings, but I expect that to get back on track just because of how well he's been hitting the ball this year. He's been flushing it all year long, so I don't expect him to lose on approach all the way down the stretch here. And then his putting has also been very solid this year, but when it's hot, that's when he can strike, and that's how he won the Wells Fargo. He's been a top 20 machine, nine top 20 since the, top, since the start of 2022, that win at the Wells Fargo. So we know he's got win equity. We've seen him win a few times over the last few years here. So Max Homa is a great choice in this dark horse range. I could see him in contention this week and have some great finishes here down the stretch. So Max Homa is my dark horse pick this week at 50-1. to That just about wraps up our preview of the FedEx St. Jude Championship. I will be back next week with a preview of the BMW Championship. And then the Tour Championship is just on the horizon here. So we're coming down the stretch of our PGA Tour season. Thank you guys so much for tuning in all season long. If you have time, give a five-star rating on Spotify, and I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast.